direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the best garage east or just west of this very location. It's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. Okay, I'll do it right this time, Ricky. Where are we? We are in the Hotel of Dom. <laughs> Hotel Salem, New Hampshire. Sleeps 13. <laughs> Maybe 12. The right. home 16. of Hacky Palooza. Uh-huh. Okay. Our panel of hacks for this is Thomas sitting on the new recliner sofa, Reverend Harvey. The new to you used sofa. <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, good evening, everybody. I hope everybody had a pretty good week. I hope everybody started a new year's off right. Uh, I think you get a pretty good show for you tonight. Uh, just sit back, get you a nice, cool drink there, and uh, we'll try to make you laugh. Um, I just want to say again, I'd like to shout out to where all our listeners, our numbers are getting up there, and we really appreciate you listening. And just uh, hope you enjoy the show tonight. I think it's going to be a pretty good one. Oh, okay. yeah. Sitting on the love seat recliner sofa with our Reverend Hobby is Nurse Rick. Hey. This town needs an enema. I almost blew it. Hey, Enema Boy is in the house. And sit back, get yourself a drink. We're going to have a really good shoe. Shoe? Yeah. So they're a <laughs> <laughs> good shoe? Speaking of shoe. Huh? Yeah, size 15. Size 15. Yep. Okay. We have the Caballero is with us again. It's good to see you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in. It's going to be a good show. You think? Yeah. I hope so. It's always good. All right. We got the door to door door salesman. Many days in my ears and in my eyes. All right. Welcome to year one. We're gunning to have a good year this year. And any of you who think you're going to pack your guns and go down to D.C. or any other state capital, be smart, stay home, let the uh, hired Antifa make fools of themselves. There you go. Beautiful thing. Dominator Dominator. Dominator. Welcome back, folks. We're having a good time here in the garage at the domicile. Alright. And of course, this is your humble announcer producer Sigar Hack Day. Uh, segments include Hidden Earth Blind Cigar Review. We got a nice Figurado tonight. Yeah, we'll have uh, Gil describe the dry heave. It's a Figurado. Heave. <laughs> <laughs> he lit his. Oh, he lit his. Right. The rookie. Such go. a rookie. That's not a rookie Already. move. That's a new guy move. That's it okay. is a newbie. It's, so, <laughs> it's sort of legal. You know what they say? Cop didn't see it. I didn't do it. That's, that's right. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we got, the, along with the Hidden Earth Blind Cigar Review, current events in the cigar world, we got uh, actual events going on these there's some stuff happening. Good. And then we have a local spotlight cigar lounge review. We'll figure out some place to talk about because we you have something? Because uh, I, uh, I don't know what we're doing. 
don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Usually we'll we don't know. We'll we always know. Because in the notes, it's last week's. Yeah, but we'll come up with something. <laughs> we can talk about Eli's again. That'd be yeah, okay. Sure. Well, we'll talk about okay. all three of the new places hey, a little bit. You know, okay, we're going to do that. We'll hype one of them. And- there we go. Conspiracy Corner, where we expose the... Oh, no. Controversy Corner. Yes, we're we, sticking to controversies. We expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth, along with the Hidden Nerf reveal. Hidden Nerf recap. You find us all over the internet, usual places. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And? OnlyFans. OnlyFans. OnlyFans hasn't been banned. So you can still see the great big cans. <laughs> on speaking, of, speaking of cans, did you see the post Olivia did from uh, Big House Tobacco? I have it. She's got a can of this IPA. Yeah. And... Instead of pop tarts, it says hop tarts on it. The letters are the same really? font as the. It, oh, I gotta look at and it. It's like grape or something. Oh, uh, or berry flavored or something oh, like that. Cool. So oh, it's yeah. supposed to be a play on pop tarts, but tart. it's an IPA. Wow! And so I gotta chuck a lot of it. Yeah. You go look at this picture. I will. She's holding this thing and it says, you know, hop tarts. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> nice pop tarts. Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. We got a nice little stick here. And so, check out Olivia's post on the Big House Tobacco Outlet. It's got a good foot Instagram. smell. Instagram. Hey, that's what we used to call the little girls in the bar. Hey, look at those pop tots. <laughs> Let's go get them. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. It is. Okay, so who wants to take the cigar here? Well, it's got a good foot smell. Got a, um, got a little hay smell in it. It has about an eighth of an inch unfinished foot on mine. Oh, yeah, it does. I have the same thing. It's got is. like a band around the end there. It's yeah, like a strap. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um it's almost a cap, but it's you know, like a Yeah, it is. Strap it's it's like yeah. a strap around yeah. it. Yeah, it's kinda cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's All right. Unfinished. It's got little veins hey, in it. It has an interesting smell. You smell the barnyard? It's very barnyardy, but barnyardy no like pepper. Because I don't want Gilly to be alone. You know, I don't smell pepper. I um No pepper yeah. Smell wheat. Yeah. It is. Almost mm-hmm. a little bit of sweetness. All right, let's light the bone. Okay, here you go. Here's your here's your pop tots. <laughs> Too late. Or hop tots. Mm. <laughs> Let me see. That's, that's beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. The can's nice too. <laughs> it's a nice can. <laughs> they, de- they, they definitely <laughs> pop. <laughs> Great two cans. Oh, pop nice. tarts. Pop tarts. <clears throat> no, it's hop tarts. Oh. Not yeah, pop-tots. they don't it's look tart. They and look it's wild berry flavor. They look. They don't look tart. They look sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they. Oh, oh, oh! Is that her sister? Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's her sister. Yeah. That's Hannah. Wow. Yeah, wow, where are they? What place is that at? Big House Tobacco yeah. Outlet, in Scranton. Scranton. Who knew? Scranton. It's a great place. We have blasts there every time we get down there. All right. And so they post pictures like that every day. Holding the beer or a cigar or yeah. whatever, but that one's funny because it's hop tarts. I thought that was a riot. Hey, right, is, anyway. is, is Pennsylvania eighteen or twenty one to get into a place like that? Well, it's a bar, right? So it's a bar. It's twenty one. Yeah, I didn't know what other states were still eighteen. Mm, I don't think any. Oh, for smoking? cigars, for good. Yeah. Uh, it's a good question. I don't know. Well, none around here. Okay, so uh, this is a Figurado. It's got a torpedo end. I'm going to cut it with a straight cutter at an angle. Like so? Wow, you're so I learned that It one. is nice. It's I learned different. that one from It's possible somebody. I lit the wrong end, but it's very nice. <laughs> you're not smoking from a torpedo. The wrong end? No, I got the right one. No, he's got it. You always light the open end. Yeah. That has a nice aroma to it. But when you cut it, they're both open. Oh, well. <laughs> Jeez. Gotta keep track. Yeah. Have a little hop tart. Yeah. Well, 
Floor hot well. tarts. Would you say weedy? Cold draw? Is that mm-hmm. what you said? Yeah. 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 The, the tobacco has a kind of interesting flavor. It does. It, it's like... A little bit uh, of a different type of flavor. Yeah. There's a little strap on the cap, too. And on the foot. That's kind of interesting. Strap on the cap? It's got a strap on, yeah. Yeah. I think that's just the cap. Got a good draw to it, too. Well, I mean, it's a pointy cap, so... Yeah. It's yeah. Just, you know, it's just a little band around it. I hope I'm smoking the right end. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I'm thinking I'm smoking the wrong end, but it's delicious. You cut the pointy end? Yeah, I, I cut the pointy no, end. No, I didn't oh, no, cut the... I cut uh, the uh, where the uh, it was closed. Yeah, the that's right the, side. That's yeah, the pointy part. Yeah, yeah. It's a torpedo. Yeah, yeah. That's where I cut it, but it just I don't know. Yeah, that's right. I got a couple guesses already. Well, it's too late now. You can't switch. Well, I know. <laughs> you know. However, right. it should look like that. Here's the, the here's the thing. Yeah. Well, I didn't cut mine. Uh, I'm like thinking of two yeah. different cigars, but it's too light for both of them. Me too. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking. Possibly an AJ Fernandez enclave. Oh no! And the other one was the Four Kicks. I don't know what it's called, but Four Kicks puts out a A shape like this. Shape like this. Oh, they do. Yeah, pyramid. Pyramid. But but it's light. It's very light. It has. I was gonna think an oval. No, I was gonna say. I don't think they put a Figueroa out. The cigar I'm thinking it's. Is it? This is like. It tastes light to be that, but I'm thinking light. of Romacraft, uh, Connecticut. Holy <laughs> Gil, two weeks in a row? It's a Romacraft. The intemperance, right? <clears throat> you got it. <laughs> two weeks in a row! <laughs> you know what happened? What the <laughs> dude? <laughs> Dave, pick harder cigars! <laughs> Gil's you know, no, everything. I'm <laughs> you know what happens, Gil? After you do two weeks in a row, they leave, leave you off the invite list. <laughs> <laughs> they did it to me. Well, they did no. it to me just because I came two weeks in a row and they wanted to get rid of me. <laughs> That's incredible. I smoke how a many, lot. How many, sm- how many cigars, seriously, do you smoke? First of all, how many do you smoke a week? I mean, a day it could go anywhere between two to six. In, in one day? Yeah. But you smoke all different I rotate. cigars. You rotate everything. Yeah, yeah I, I don't smoke the same thing how every day. How big is your humidor? It's pretty. I it's saw the one at the store, and that's huge. When, that's loaded with boxes. At, at six yeah. cigars a day, his humidor is empty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I wrote I'm all but the time. Last week, I, uh, he knew the Juarez. Yeah. That's very good. This yeah. is light. I wouldn't think you would smoke this. This is a lot lighter than what you smoke. Yeah, I've had it maybe two times, but I bought yeah. it because I like the brand. I like Romacraft. Yeah. So I, I figured I'll try the, the lighter stuff. I did find a little light to be that. I remember it being a little more, had a little more kick to it. But um, you know how I noticed what it was? The unfinished foot. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the flavor. It was just seeing the, the, the unfinished yeah, foot. That's a telltale. If you're familiar with the cigar, you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll recognize wow. it. And it was the exact same size. Mm-hmm. Who is, what's the manufacturing? Roma Craft. Roma Craft. Yeah, I, we don't I, smoke many that's of them. Birdie's buddy there. Yeah. I would even, I've never heard of them, so yeah. I, I had no yeah. chance. They manufacture out of uh, Nicaragua, but the headquarters is in Texas. Yeah. I think Austin, really? Texas. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was in Austin. I've, yeah. I've never ran across that name. Yeah, this is Skip Martin. Skip Martin yeah. and uh, Mike Rosales. Yeah. This is their stuff, yeah. So they do like the Neanderthal. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is a, usually too strong for me, so. They have a pretty good Candela. Oh, yeah, I never had it, but I've seen it. I've had it. I really actually yeah. liked it. <laughs> Two so guys has it sometimes. Yeah, in the in like um, in the spring they'll have it. Um, yeah, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day they do that. Yeah, it's way better than like the filthy hooligan. That mm-hmm. thing is terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I tried it one time. I wasn't really too much. Oh, of a fan, I remember the filthy hooligan. Yeah, they come out once a year. Yeah, it became the uh, wet pond cigar. I threw it in the pond. Did it float funny. or sink? It it floated, but it was strong, too strong for me. Will it float? It will float. It will float. <laughs> It passed the well, float chest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're five minutes in, and Gil's got this one off the bat, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, try it. Same thing as last time. Well, you just recognize And what, what was it again? Roman Craft, Rome Connecticut. Oh, Temperance, okay. in Connecticut. Temperance. So Rick has a new rating. Hey, how's that cigar? It swims. <laughs> it swims. <laughs> it floats. It's a buoy. It is. <laughs> hey, I caught a hammer sickle fish one time. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> caught a beer can, too. Yeah. <laughs> So to Kevin. So this uh, is only uh, about a four and a half. Yeah, this is small. It's a short, a shorty. But I have a feeling it's going to be a long smoke. Is it a forty-eight ring gauge or fifty? Um, oh, I'd have to look. I think it's it fifty-two, but the end is tapered. Yeah. So yeah. the end. This is actually my brother's. The tacos' very favorite type of cigar is a Figurado. Yeah. He likes them. I like Toros with just one end, but uh, he likes tapered. These. But he loves these. Where's the taco bin? Huh? Home. Yeah. So Taco has a daughter that uh, has some medical issues. I mean, nothing yeah. major, but she has a, a significant medical issue, and he's afraid he's safe. because of COVID. His brother-in-law got COVID, and he's he was a pretty healthy guy, and he's yeah. real sick. Oh, yeah? So he's right. scared. So he's not coming out too much. He Yeah, we won't see him in the Hackapalooza. I ha- maybe at two guys, but he probably we probably won't see him. It's too bad. Oh, well. You know. We'll see him at some point. We'll see him at some point. He'll come by. He'll say hi to everybody. But. Taco life, baby. He's the younger or the older brother. Have you seen him? Yeah. Yeah? Does he look younger or older than me? <laughs> he since, looks older, but... Since my hair's brown and his hair's gray, yeah. he's four years older. Oh, okay. Not too far apart. No. We look very different. He yeah. takes after my father. I take after my mother. Taco life, baby. Yep. I like tacos. I like tacos. Okay, this must be the short Envy Perfecto 5 by 50 Ah, guess the wing gauge. It's not the Ambition Bellicoso, which is 55 by 54 No, that's definitely not that. So that must be it. And these are... What's the price point on this? Five-pack is $35 online. Oh, cheap. So seven. Well, it's a little cigar. Yeah. Six eighty nine or two guys, I believe. Really? Think. They sell these? Yeah, it's yeah. like a seven dollars yeah. cigar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Actually, I got this one in the spring. It's been in my box for it's aged nine well. months. Beautiful. I got to tell you, the other night I'm driving home. It's uh, it's about twelve fifteen in the morning. Coming home from work, it was a tough day at the hospital, and I, I said, who? You know, I really am dying for a cigar. And I was driving in Georgetown, and I called dave on a whim i said he'll be up i'm like dave where are you two minutes outside from my house i'm just coming home i said <laughs> I, I need a cigar come on over mm-hmm. it's over till 2 30 <laughs> after you left here <laughs> yeah yeah right. like on my way home oh, yeah on my birthday you guys all had a cigar on my birthday mm-hmm. we did <laughs> on your 25th did. it was 25th. like the perfect way to end a very busy shift you know nice. i didn't have a cigar my whole birthday i had a i brought one with me so i go to dinner at the country club and first thing i asked the girl is uh i said excuse me um can i have an ashtray <laughs> <laughs> i ask them all the time 
So I asked the waiter that too. He comes over. I says, he goes, what else do you need? I said, I need an ashtray to put my cigar. Where'd you go, Atkinson? Yeah. Yeah. Nice there. The food's yeah. great. Yeah. Did they have one? They didn't have any ashtrays. I don't know what type of place. But can they you are. smoke there? No, of course not. It's high no. end. But you, you just can smoke cigars. Cigar on it. But I can. I had a cold draw. I had a cold draw all day, so I just brought it with me. So I brought it to the massage parlor, <laughs> and then I brought it to the. Uh, I went to the restaurant, and I sit in the restaurant, and I cold draw. I once played golf there, and I had a pair in. of uh, cocky pants on, and they told me I couldn't wear them. I'd have trousers. You take them off. <laughs> And I bitched, Drop and them. they let me play. You weren't dressed but, properly, huh? Yeah, that's what they oh. said. But I had a, you know, I said, what do you do in 90-degree weather? Everybody's out there in shorts. Oh, you had guy, khaki shorts on? Yeah. And guy gave me some crap, so I went to the manager, and I said, this is wrong. And he said, you can play in those. <laughs> they weren't jeans. You know, the owner of the place used to wear... He used to wear these dirty old pants. He'd have a flannel shirt on. He'd look all unshaven. And I was in there one time at one of the fritzy things. And these couple girls are going, why is that guy in there? And I called the uh, waitress over. I said, excuse me. I go, tell these girls who that guy is. Oh, he's the owner, Peter. Yeah. And he just looked like, like he did not and fit this, in. And this place dress, is a really like ritzy me. place. He was the owner. He was the owner. And had work, Beautiful dirty work boots. Course. And, and it, so he joked one time. I said, oh, I haven't been up playing. I got little kids. He goes, I don't play either. Too damn expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. That course is very expensive. Yeah, this is the owner telling me this. Yeah. This is the owner. I mean, now he has a hotel there. No, now he has a hotel in heaven. I'm sorry he died. Oh, did he? Yeah, the owner a few yeah. years back. Yeah. So now yeah. his daughter and son-in-law. Yeah, he has a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. So when they have tournaments, people can stay at the hotel. Oh, really? Yeah, they got like two floors. Well, so it's got like sixteen rooms. It's like a motel. Yeah. Nice. Speaking you know, of motels, okay, it's kind of like the Lancaster Motel. It is. They have like two th- floors. They do, and a smoking lounge. Did you? Uh, you were here that yeah. week. Yes, he. It was just two weeks oh, ago. Two we weeks talked ago. about the Lancaster Motel. You go smoking there. They have. They're putting a cigar bar in at the Lancaster Motel up in Lancaster, New Hampshire, way up north. So what, it's, it's a motel. Hmm? It's a motel hotel. It's a little one up in the mountains up near um, Santa's Village. And they're putting a cigar lounge in it? Cigar lounge in the yeah. motel. Oh, I need a so soda. In, in yeah. The, in yeah, the, that'd be cool. Lancaster. And it's it's way up, so you're way out. You're up in... More, you're, what, like two hours up? More importantly... More like two and a half, almost three. So you pass Concord and all that. No, more you're importantly... Way, you're way up above. You're actually above Twin Mountain, and you get off and you go way up, right? I mean, it's... it's north yeah. of... Uh, Mount Washington. I mean, it's not. It's east. I mean, it's west of that, but it's further oh, north. So you, yeah, pretty up. Way up, way up 93, almost hey, Canada. Hey, yeah. Gil. Oh. Who are you going to bring? Myself. Oh, okay. In your uh, video. Yeah. You know what? Okay. Just bring your equipment and go on here to film. That would be beautiful. You know what? You show up and say, I'm going to do a film here, and I'm going to put you guys on the internet. They'll probably put out the red carpet and let you stay for free. I can show you how to scam <laughs> That's a good places. Idea. I know how to scam places. Great. I know. Especially with a job like yours. I know how to get anything for free. You just got to. We'll talk later. That's okay. funny. Let's do it. Okay. Scam Before we go any further, please do the troops. Yes. So, big shout out there to all our troops fighting the good fight here in this country and abroad. Just we honor you. We respect you. Please come home safe. To the police officers, both the men and women in blue, thank you for everything you do. To the uh, National Guard. Who's helping out with the uh, hopefully with the all the uh, vaccines, and to all the frontline people, the police, the fire, the nurses, uh, the docs, everybody who works frontline, you know, thank you, thank you for your service. Thank you, thank you. Yes, and then we have the podcast juice flowing tonight. We do hammer sickle vodka, it's, it's pineapple, and we got coconut, coconut, coconut. Salsa. This so is wonderful. Pina coladas. Yeah. Oh, coconut, my favorite color. 
<laughs> so, pina colada podcast juice tonight. Getting caught in the rain. Getting mm-hmm. caught in your zipper. <laughs> Call the retro hail. Speaking of, I need to get more ice. That's a different song. Ice, ice, baby. Ice, ice. Okay. Alex the Bastard lives. does. ATB. Hey, I talked to Ernie. Yeah. I called him. I said, what do you think, Ernie? We, you know, we gave a whole show to you. Yeah. He said he he found it quite amusing. He didn't know whether to laugh or cry. That's right, because we yeah. ripped them apart. But <laughs> in jest, only in jest. Next week will be the cashier boy at the Playboy Mansion. We'll hit him next. Didn't their studio blow up or something? The the soundboard, not the studio. <laughs> what happened? The soundboard. The main blew up? soundboard died. I don't know. They were having some problems with it, so they're using the little backup thing. Actually, they have this exact one, this small one, like yeah, right here. like that. The Q eight hundred two. Great. USB. That's their backup. Unit. They're going to leave Hackapalooza and say, and we're going to be looking for us. Yeah. Hey, you know what I saw last night was the guys, the uh, the guys from Worcester who do the show. They were they did their guys show. Guys from Worcester. Yeah, you know the crew that always comes. The crazy guys from Worcester that Worcester. do their show. What, what's the show they do? The one they they do out of Africa, and they, they do the crazy dun, show over dun, at Two dun, Guys. Dun, dun, no, the Two dun, Guys. Dun, dun, they record at Two Guys. They're at every oh, event. Oh, with oh, 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 the, the Canyons. Yeah, the Canyons. Yeah, so they were. Oh, yeah. So some of the crazy. I told them that there was um, the place opening up the street. They were loving that idea because they come out of there and they they want to stick around. Right. And I said they go up the street to the to the um, Utopia. Yeah, no, either, either Utopia Lounge. now, but Cloud Lounge will be quick. Yeah. They can go in there. And if he opens at six, they're pretty funny guys. So four, oh, they're great. So so there's a a, a very large African American contingent. They're not. They, uh, they're, they're from Nigeria. They're not even. They're Kenyans, actually. Ken- oh, are they? Okay, they're, I, okay. they're from Kenya. Yeah, but they, so they they speak Swahili. Okay. And I learned to say "f you" in Swahili. <laughs> oh, they're Kenyan. Okay. So, yeah. So uh, cri- yeah, right before Christmas, guys. I walked up and I said, "Hey, I know how to say." Merry Christmas. And I said this word that was F you. They were dying. <laughs> they were like, how does, how does a Jewish kid know this such language? Rick, you know what you missed? When I replaced you at the comedy show, yep. they were so funny there because they kept ripping it up, weren't they? They were they like, were like they heckling. made the show. Yeah. They, were, they were like taking over heckling. It was great. And they the guy so was funny. making fun of me because he goes, what do you do for a living? I said, I'm a door-to-door door salesman. And then he made fun of me all night. Right. And I He's sat like, there quiet. What? A door-to-door door <laughs> salesman. And he kept coming back to me. He goes, oh, you're going to call the door-to-door door salesman. He, he was ripping me all night. And I just sat there and said nothing. <laughs> so the, uh, right. the the Kenyan contingent there, four of them are nurses that I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're all professionals, but what a great group of guys. Oh, yeah, they're funny. They're yeah. funny as and they do a, they, That's right. They do a podcast right. that two guys. Yes. They come up from Worcester to do it. They drive oh, really? from Worcester. Here. No, really? some of them do. Oh, oh okay. Some well, of them are local. One, yeah, one of them lives like Lunenburg way out. Way yeah, they out. they drive, yeah. And they drive. Yeah. So they'd so. love to have a place when they come up and do the show because they want to keep smoking and they got it. they'll be coming up to the lounge up we'll, the street. We'll invite them to Hackapalooza. When we did the show with Ed Sullivan and Mr. Jonathan, yeah. they did their podcast just before we did our show right. there, and they were in the studio. Yeah. That's when I met most of them yeah. the right. first time. But they're yeah. in the lounge all the time. They yeah. were the last two events that um, you guys brought yeah. me to. Yeah. yeah, they're always there. What too. is their show called? I forget. It's something, something about Africa. It's yeah. like... The apath, uh, ap- what's it? Ap- how do you say that it's word? It's like apathoid. Apathite? Yeah. But it's a business thing. Yeah. 
they sort of talk politics, I think, of Africa and business. But they talk in Swahili, correct? Do they? I don't know. I never heard I the show. I don't think they speak English. I don't no, know. They, they did a finance thing. When, yeah. when we were there setting up, they were doing their thing. It was about finance and refinancing and mortgages. And they did right. a whole thing on that. They had somebody in for that. But anyway, it's pretty cool. Just one of the many cool podcasts out of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Right. Javi, are you comfortable? Right. Yeah, I'll okay. okay. So, Hackapalooza is in... Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Three weeks. Less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, oh, last week I talked about the uh, official uh, Houston Cigar Week I had in current events. Yeah. And I said, we'll have to get Dean to yeah. chime in. Oh, right. Monday morning, he sent me an <laughs> email. Say, Good. <laughs> he heard him. Good. He heard us talk about write? it. Well, basically, what it is, is there's two. There's the official Houston Cigar Week. Right. Is May 12th through the 16th. It includes... Cigar events featuring prominent cigar brands. That means manufacturers who paid for a booth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cigar classes, adult beverages and small bites, golf and cigar tournament, VIP steak and cigar dinners event. There'll be some swag, including a bottle of Uncle Nearest Tennessee whiskey for those who attend the VIP steak dinner. And then the Houston Cigar Week, which is held 527 to the 31st, like two weeks later. And the event will be held at various cigar lounges throughout the week. Each day featuring a different lounge, the events will promote, quote-unquote, prominent cigar brands, popular cigar lounges, private dinner with a master shelf, wines and spirits, focusing on creating an experience to new and novice cigar smokers. Good. I'll be there in August when I bring my kid to college. He says he thinks there was a trademark infringement on one of these things here, and that's why one of them calls it the official Houston Cigar Week as a poke in the eye to the other guy. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, whatever. Okay, That's right. It's whatever. So there's two Houston cigar weeks in May. Cool beans, but hey, it's very cool. Thank you, Dean. Thanks, Dean. Hey, oh, gotta, what's gotta, what's what's this say? Ludwig's acceptance. Oh, I got to get to that for the hacky. Yeah, Ludwig sent us an email, and I have to read that to you. Let's go Ludwig get Ludwig von Ludy Luddy. The title of the email is Hacky Award Acceptance Speech. Okay. Hello, Hacks. After such important prizes have been awarded, I miss the acceptance speeches. So here is the speech for the funniest moment during a podcast. Read it with a grain of salt and a big smile. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you, he says. First of all, I want to congratulate all winners, especially Eric, for finally winning a hacky. (laughs) (laughs) I am happy that I was able to contribute to creating the funniest moment during a podcast. Although, I think all credits must go to Nurse Rick for inventing the Ludwig name. So, there oh, you go. Oh. So thank you. Thank you very much, Luddy. That's very nice of yes. you. To close this speech, I'd like to thank a couple of people. Mom and Dad for putting me on Earth. All 300 <laughs> hands that make it possible to smoke these wonderful cigars. All hacks for making a great podcast that is fun to listen to. Okay, so he closes with, cool. uh, keep it up with the podcast. Greetings from the Netherlands, Ludwig. Thank Ludwig. So, so, Ludwig, listen. You got two weeks to figure out how to get your ass to Boston, dude. Right. That's right. You know, weeks. you got to get to Hackapalooza because we well, would love to meet you. He'd have to get a COVID test to get on a plane because they're putting new rules in. Oh, yeah, effect, that's Starting true. the 24th, uh, that you have to have a three-day 
less than three day old COVID test right. to get on a plane to come to the States. All right, so Luddy, get That's your it. COVID test, right. get your ass on a plane, and we will pick you up in right. a limo. I'll put you up and- in my place because I'll tell my wife you're a distant relative because you're from Holland. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, the uh-huh. 17th cousin once removed or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And then uh, another news article here Johnny Googs, you know, John Googlio. Yeah. From- my, my father's, father's cigars. Yeah. He's not with my father's now. He's with Forged Cigar Company, Ooh. which is a line that's uh, maybe he's doing both. I don't know. Could be. It seems they go through quite a few reps. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he left father, my father's or okay. both. Who knows? Um, but he's now with uh, Forged Cigar Company, which is a line that spun out of General Cigar. Okay. So General took a bunch of, I don't know the names of the brand. So yeah. they took. Took half a dozen of the brands and put them under Forged. Oh, good. And the other half a dozen are still in the general, like the uh, Macanudo. And so, so folks, we've heard, and whatnot. we've heard the show Forged in Fire. This is Forged in Smoke. Thanks. Yeah, and every time I see Forged, I think of Foundry and right. Foundation. Right. I don't okay. know who picked their name, but. Rick, you got a big ash there. Be aware. Yes. <laughs> He's got a big ash. I like big ash, and I cannot lie. Hey, hey I got a question to go back to Hakkapalooza. Yeah. Are we. Um, Going to Utopia at all for Hackapalooza? Um, there's a possibility there, because Dom and I worked up some schedule things and made some phone calls the other night, the confirming right. things. We'll figure it out. Never mind. The 2021 Tobacco Business Awards nominations are now open till the 24th. This is uh, you know Best Cigar Lounge, Best Cigar Honduran, Dominican. Really? Know. You go on and make nominations, and then they take the top five nominations. Best for each Cigar category. Lounge, Salem, New Hampshire. Best Cigar sure. Lounge, Plastow, New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. And so after they get the nominations in, then you have the voting for the beautiful Tobacco Business Awards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. So anybody right. can go on and make nominations. All right. We're, we're so, ready to put Harvey on stage. Harvey? Yeah, let me get up here so I can sleep. Warm up those vocal cords. La, 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 la. Cue the music. Boy, you meant the music's walking away. No, I have the music. Okay. Okay, folks, we've got 14 tonight. Uh, things are picking up in the cigar world around the area. Uh, the Houston Cigar Week, we've already went over that, so I won't go over that again. Uh, the next one is the Original Cigar and Bar, North Conway, New Hampshire. Rocky Patel, a, uh, a free ski event Saturday, January 23rd, 25 p.m. Wait a minute. A What's free. that word? A pre. <laughs> A pre, A P R E. We appreciate that. It's yeah. French. A pre, a pre. Yeah, let it be. A pre, a Let it be. It means after ski. Oh, okay. A pre, pre ski. A pre, a pro, a Okay, ski event January twenty third, two to five p.m. Buy three, get one. Uh, buy ten, get three. Buy a box, get five plus slider, cutter, and fifty percent off. Raffle tickets given to each patron buying Rocky Patel for swag drawing. A rocky event. A rocky event, yes. I'm guessing that uh, Mike DeCamp will be up there. Yep. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's January 23rd? 23rd, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's like this next, Saturday? Next, yeah, next Saturday. No, next Saturday. Next Saturday, yeah. A week from tomorrow. Shall we make a uh, an appearance? Aye, aye, aye. Maybe. Okay. All right, then we go down to uh, Twins London Air, New Hampshire. The for Wednesday Newman Toast Across America 2021 yeah. is, now, is, is now available. Okay. Support the Cigar Family Charity. This year includes the Opus X Shark and Julia Caesar Shark. Uh, then we go to Two Guys from New Hampshire, the third annual Meatball Friday. 
January 29th, 6 and 9 p.m. You get seven cigars, Dunbarton Trust Pack, plus an extra cigar and dinner for the first 50 people. The price is $99.99. Uh, then we go to uh, one of our favorite places is Radloff Cigar Shop and On the Rocks Lounge, Rochester, New Hampshire. Stop in for weekly bar specials. Get on the mailing list for details. And then we go to the 24-hour, seven days a week club there, Calibra Club there in Epping, New Hampshire. Membership is open for a 24-7 private members only lounge. Uh, you can become a member. You can go into place anytime, any hours, seven days a week. Also, you get discounts on cigars, and they also have a lot of cookouts up there, too. And then we go to another one of our favorite places, Cigars R Us, Danvers, Mass. The flower cooler is gone, and the shop is remodeled. See the bus. They have yeah, okay. So that used to be a florist. Oh. And they had a case with the flowers yeah. going there. Yeah. That, that, you know, the, the, flor- the florist would sell the flowers yeah. out of them. Yeah. And so that thing's gone. Yeah. And so they got a big area there with yeah. some seating, and they decorated it with boxes on the wall. And yeah. it's nice. really nice. Yeah. There's seating, but it's not allowed. You yeah. can't yeah. smoke in you there. Can't you can't smoke, sit, but you can't you can smoke. Sit. Yeah. 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 So you can look at your cigars. You just can't <laughs> smoke them. You can sit in there and you know dry hump them like Mike does. <laughs> right. That's right. Dry. Johnny Nine Sticks. We're yeah. going to have to do something yeah. about that. Okay. Yeah. And don't forget to see the bus. But we uh, They have a bus outside uh, uh, that you can sit in and watch TV. They have a TV in there, and it's nice and toasty. The bus is running, and... Uh, it's nice. We love going down there. Okay, Havana Cigar, Warwicker Island, Christoph Dinner. Wednesday, January the 20th, 6 to 10 p.m. Tickets available the 21st is sold out. Mm. Yeah, so they have like, they used to just do one night for yeah. the dinner, but now they have the, they have to spread out. Yeah. So they do it two nights, and they do half capacity yeah. each night. So there's still tickets for the 20th, maybe by the time this airs. Yeah. Because uh, it'll be in two days. Yeah. Okay, uh, then we're still in uh, Rhode Island here. We Churchill Smoke Shop and Lounge, East Providence, Rhode Island. Whiskey slash cigar tasting coming soon. Stay tuned. Uh, then we go uh, to the Cigar Room, La Jolla, Humidor, Fort Lee, New Jersey. The Fuente Forbidden X is now in stock. Shout out to Willie. Yeah. Okay, then we go to Enfuego, McKinney, Texas, Man Cave Mondays. Uh, starting at 7 p.m. with a different cigar featured each week. Then we go down south, uh, Gold Vols, Smokey's Abbey, Nashville, Tennessee, Poker Wednesdays at 7 to 11 p.m. And then we go, we're still in Tennessee, the Smoky Cigar, Hendersonville, Tennessee, Cigars and Bibles, led by Pastor Kaleeb, what's that, Goose, Goose Tree? Goose, Goose Tree, Tree, yeah. Yeah, Goose Tree, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, and then last but not least, folks, we got the uh, Matt Cigar Bar, Jeffersonville, Indiana, New Temporary Hours. 1 to 10 p.m. every day due to the restrictions. Bingo at 7 on Sundays. And that's it for the current events, folks. Beautiful thing. Nice. Good job, Harvey. Yep. There's some stuff happening. Yep. Mm -hmm. Starting to pick up. Yeah, the holidays are over, and so things are... Starting to happen again. Things are happening. When you're listening to the show, things will already have happened. Happy holiday. That's right. But don't believe me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole different topic. Okay, Hidden Hearth Reveal. Gil does it again. You're a winner. Tell them, Dave, tell them. Dave, tell them what he's won. (laughs) 
<laughs> you got a cigar to smoke. <laughs> All the way from... I have an extra one if you'd like to. Salem, New Hampshire, you win a cigar, and next to you is a pair of fuzzy dice. <laughs> right. There you go. If you look smoke look a box to your left. It's like our awards thing. If you smoke a box of cigars, you win a box of cigars. That's right. <laughs> Partially smoked. That's, that's like that, you know, eat the big gigantic steak and it's free thing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh, not the grizzle. Eat the grizzle. Eat it all. <laughs> and the okay. bone. Okay, so we're smoking the intemperance. Yes. This is the uh, the little Figurado guy. Yes. So. Yeah. Intemperance. Very good. Harvey, can you say that? So what's that? Can you say that? Intemperance. I can't say Intemperance. that. Intemperance. Okay. Yeah. There you go. We got it. It's the Roma Craft. It's the Envy Short Perfecto. All right. So what is this one made of? Comes in two distinct wrappers. Oh, the wrapper is Brazilian, and the origin is Nicaragua. That's all they say about it. But it's two wrappers. This is the Connecticut, and they have a Maduro. Okay. Sweet. Sweet. Local spotlight. What do you want to talk about? Local spotlight. Gilly, what do you want to talk about? How about some not, some of those neat cigar places you've been? That I've been to? Yeah, because you, oh, yeah, you, you got to tour uh, like Florida. So. Oh, and then New York, too. In you New to York. New York? So, any tell us about places the places. There's one place I was really, really impressed with. It's in Miami. It's um, it's called Cuban Crafters. What's cool about it is, so obviously it's a lounge, right? They have a nice humidor. On the left of the the shop, they roll cigars there. Okay. They do oh, like cool. hand rolls. I don't oh, know what tobacco they Cuban use. Cuban Crafters because they're making yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they, you know, they roll. They do hand rolls over there. On the other side, there's a barber shop, and they have ashtrays. I actually posted a video. Really? I don't have hair, but I was getting a you know right. little shave going. A little head. Brazilian action. Yeah, and I was smoking a cigar okay. while the barber was doing that. Awesome. Oh, so cool. it's a barber shop in there. Wow. And then they have a, a shoe shine area where you can shine your shoes. Oh, cowboy shoe. works there probably. We could get cowboy <laughs> a job. And then all the way in the back. Yeah. They don't sell like full plates of food, but you could get like appetizers and oh, stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. And they sell um, the linen shirts. And really? Stuff. Nice. So it's like a one-stop shop. Yeah. Cuba Vera shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Beautiful. So you That's could cool. you could smoke there. You could. Uh, Was it big? Yeah, it's a big place. Okay. You could have a hand rolled if you don't want to smoke the name brand stuff. Right. And then in the way back, they get the massages. Mm-hmm. You get the hand rolled back there. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a, oh, you got some Asia. Oh, that's, a, that's so up the coast a little. That's bit. across the street. <laughs> so wait, so if you light your cigar, you have a happy shine. beginning, and when you go out back, you have a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. They got like rocking chairs and stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's a very. Um, they have uh, Cuban paintings on the wall. What what part oh. of Miami is it in? This is in Little Havana on Seventh yeah. Street. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So nice. if you're down there, that's where we're going. Yeah. Cuban crafters. All right. Really? I'm going to start yeah. saying it. I want to go to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a cool place. Yeah. My kid cool. was there last week. But yeah, I can't. I've tried he to smokes? get him to smoke. No, I can't. Oh. I failed. My kids don't smoke. They won't drink. They won't do drugs. They won't lie, cheat, and steal. What did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you were a bad influence. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I tried. I tried to be a bad influence. Yeah. You were a bad, bad influence. <laughs> it didn't work for me, you know. Actually, both my kids, you know what they both became? They're Eagle Scouts. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Soon to be nurses. <laughs> they were rebelling. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And they don't snowboard. You know why? Because their mom and dad snowboards. It's not cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's real. It. We, the, 
society has switched around now. Yes. You know, yes. I raised a bunch of straight. Yeah, I got a bunch of conservative kids and their friends. That's so funny. what am I going to do, you know? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, Gilly, I can show you how to scam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Cuban Crafters sounds good. Yeah, Cuban Crafters. Um, what was Miami like? Did a lot you, of cigars. A lot of cigars, yeah. huh? Another cool thing, well, if, you, if you're into cigars, you should go to this place. You can't smoke inside, but um, there's a place called El Titan de Bronze. It's owned by, uh, so you smoke Herrera Esteli, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, His yeah. mother-in-law owns a little factory, and they import uh, Nicaraguan tobacco. Mm-hmm. They rolled cigars for La Polina, uh, Drew Estate. It's a really small factory, maybe yeah. like five or six rollers there. Yeah, but you could buy the stuff they roll there, and it's really good. Wow. Now, yeah. when you buy, like, a brand-new rolled cigar, they say you either have to smoke it right there and then, mm-hmm. or do you age it? What do you do? So, they roll every day there, but um, the stuff that they sell is already packaged, so I'm right. imagining they probably put it away for a while. Right. Yeah, they have they have some really good cigars there. And Why? Are you, you could get the bundle stuff, or you could get, like, the ultra-premium stuff. Right. What is yeah. the problem with a fresh-rolled cigar? Why can't it's you too smoke moist. it? Because you have to roll it humid. Well, right. plus they have the ammonia and everything has to get out of it. So Okay, so if you smoke it right after they roll it? Well, if you smoke it right away, yeah. it's okay. Like, but once it can, sits, it's got to sit for a period. Yeah, yeah. It, it starts doing its thing, and That's you got to let it ferment and Neat. you know dry out a little so, bit and uh, get the ammonia out of it. So because the hu- humidity is high, do you run the risk of uh, beetle issues? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, hard, it's not hard to maintain a humidor in... In, in the Florida, <laughs> but I, but I, what I notice is a lot of uh, lounges and factories in Miami. Yeah, they keep it very cool. Right, they always have like a like a cool temperature. Right, when you walk in. right. They have to. Yeah, yeah. So it's... I think if you have humidity, but you have a good right. cool area, right. yeah, they, they, yeah. Won't, they won't. The beetles yeah. won't. Uh, sure. Hatch. Yeah, and um, yeah, it needs to be warm and humid. <laughs> and a lot of those places, they don't get like the sunlight going in. Right, like all the warehouses and yeah. those places. Yeah, they. they, they Are they it, now? Is it a safe area? Is it Little Havana? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean it's, you hear it's stories true. and so forth. A lot has it, changed. Yeah, yeah. And plus, it's, it um, it has a very like neighborhood feel. Okay, good. So, you know what I think Miami's changed because back when it was crazy, it was all it was all renters. So now that's a lot of owner occupied. Right. So when that, yeah. the, a lot of the cities that are changing over gentrification too. Lawrence sure. is getting like that because there's yeah. so many owner occupied. So the people who mm-hmm. live in the houses take pride in it more and they're right there mm-hmm. and they watch the place. And so the whole city starts changing once you get owner occupied. And that's what happened in Miami. Well, well like in Tampa, Ebor City, Ebor mm-hmm. City used to be dangerous as all mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. Now it's turned, um, into, um, tourists, uh, uh, well, Retro tourist, and, and it's a it's a huge gay population right. is there, right? And they go in and they own the place and they take over, and then right. they they keep an eye on things, you, you know. know? But that, it used to be great. a very dangerous place. You could go during the day, but at night you didn't want to go in there. You, you had to be careful. But one thing I noticed too, for example, right? I live in Lawrence. It's it's not a good area at all. You know, I'm not talking bad about where I live, but it's. But one thing I'll say is, I'll go out at any time at night. Right, and I, I'm, you know, nothing's ever happened to me. Guilt, guilt, not, not for nothing. You're about six feet. You're, you're a no, pretty, but that's, you're a pretty good solid two forty. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's not just that. You know what I think it is? The that, people getting in trouble are the people that's doing bad stuff. If yeah, you just right. live your life, you know. Right. You're no, fine. No one right. Oh, absolutely. People right. don't run up to random people and show no, them. No, they don't. Right. They talk about it. I used to work yeah. there forever, and no one would bother me because I'd go up to them. I was the door-to-door yeah. cable salesman. I'd tell them what I was doing, and they wouldn't bother me. But you're right. If there was problems only because people used right. to get in like, heated fights. A drug but, dealer might rob another drug dealer, and then the next right. week he gets shot, and they just see right. that, oh, he got shot, but... Maybe he robbed somebody the week before, or right. he owed somebody money, or you what know. What you're seeing in the last ten years is because so many people have been buying the homes in Lawrence and fixing them up. There's not as many rundown homes, and then there's not as many that like you know so, you used to have ten homes in a row that were all just rentals, you got your and now you got one occupied. You know that, right? So the second and third floor they're renting <laughs> that, from the first that, floor. That lump you're and that changes my everything ass. <laughs> because when you own the house and you're you're the landlord lives on the first floor, the people upstairs respect things a little bit more. Yeah, and so the whole town is changing. Because people are taking ownership. Yeah. The only so, thing that that uh, we might all run a risk of is like if you leave your car unlocked, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, nobody's, but that's anywhere. Yeah, that's in my house too. I mean, yeah. that's anywhere. But nobody yeah. was going to come up to you and rob no. you, right? For the most yeah, part, yeah. You don't right. hear much. You know what? It's been quiet. Yeah. Uh, this last year, it yeah. seems like no. And even when it happens, you got to look at who it happened to. That person might have did something. Right. A lot of it is revenge, you know. Right. It's not just a person says, "Oh, let me grab right. this gun and shoot this person for no reason." Right. Well, there's more people too. It's a it's a condensed thing, so yeah. there's more things happening. There's cameras everywhere you know? now. Yeah. A lot of well, cops. a lot of a lot of that also has to do with the fact that um, I don't know if you remember about ten years back, they had a real problem with fires. Fires yeah. were going up everywhere. Yeah. And they put in cameras all over the place and the fires stopped. Yeah. Well, when I was young, there was this group called the Southside Kings, and they had a penchant for stealing Mustangs. They stole my girlfriend's. What they'd do is they'd steal a Mustang, and they'd drive down in front of the police station and start doing donuts until the police chased them. And then they'd <laughs> blast away in their Mustang that mm-hmm. they stole. And that's what they, they wanted to get chased by the cops. Right. So they went looking for it, and they, they would steal. They would go out on a game, and they would see how many cars they could steal. So they'd go hopscotch, and they'd steal, steal like 18 or 20 cars. So they'd park a stolen car next to another one. And just keep stealing. Right. Just it was all. It was a game. It was a game. Them. It wasn't. Kids. They weren't stealing cars to do anything other than just play. It was yeah. fun. It was like, yeah, it was an adventure. Hey, let's see how many cars we can steal tonight. You know, and they had who won? Oh, I got nineteen. Oh, I got right. twenty-two. I won. Yeah. And these they were just you it's know, like young those people ones. on the highway. They purposely sometimes speed to get get in the chase to see if they could unru- outrun the cops. Right, right. That's what these guys did in front. I'm telling you. They would now the cops have drones. a little machine called a helicopter. <laughs> and a drone. They got and drones. They got drones and they got lasers. And, and if they, they pin your car, you're dead. And you know what, too? Is They'll in, find here, you. Here in 2021, it's a lot harder to steal the cars. When, you, when I was young in the 70s and 80s, you could just use a screwdriver and pop a couple wires together and you had the car going. Well, yeah. It doesn't work anymore. A lot of these cars have apps now. Right. 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 Yeah. So, so, so things are different. You know, Remember when General Motors, they, they had that thing where um, it was like in the early 2000s, you see the commercial, if someone stole a car, they could turn it off if you call um, OnStar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But now, people have apps on the phones. Like yep. they could. So, funniest story, this kid that worked at a uh, tow yard, right, and he reported his car stolen, and so... He reported it stolen. The cops pull up to uh, the tow yard, and he's out there front, and the cops, like, got the, he didn't know. He goes, uh, your car got stolen, huh? He goes, yeah. He goes, your, the low jack's going off. He goes, what? The cops go out in the backyard of the tow yard, and there was the car. The kid stole his own car and stuffed it in the back of the tow yard. <laughs> well, for insurance. <laughs> trying to do insurance. And the cops put the low, he didn't know it had low jack. <laughs> Dummy got caught. <laughs> <laughs> 
The what? Wow, that's funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what's the big controversy tonight? What's um, that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cue the music. I'm going to talk about everybody's favorite subject because I always say I want to be happy, healthy, wealthy, and wise. And everyone stops on wealthy and they say wealthy. And I try to explain wealthy is just having a little bit more money every day, week, month, and year than you need because there's poor people have a little less. Now, it's not how much you make. It's how much you need. So I know some people who make $150,000 a year and they are poor because they spend one eighty. So I just want to go back into money and I want to show you some old money and new money and talk money. You know, everybody wants to be a millionaire. So I have a million dollars. See, I'm a millionaire. It's not real, but, you know, who knows it's not real. Of course, the $100 bill that's out there these days has a little blue stripe in it. Yes. And I still believe that's an RFID. And I think that if you have too many of these, as in more than 10,000 in your possession, the police can go by with the scanner, and the scanner goes off and says, that guy has a hundred $100 bills over 10,000, and they know. So if you really want to live large, live with the old bills, the 100 and the 50. Now, with the little heads. The $20 bill those the big was produced for this one reason. And this is where it came from. $20 was an ounce of gold. So if you had an ounce of gold, it was not you know, a little heavy to carry. But if you had too many ounces of gold, you couldn't carry them around. So you put them in the bank, and they gave you a receipt. And the receipt was a $20 bill. It said, you have an ounce of gold in the bank. And at any time, you could put it in the bank. And this is before 1933. You put the $20 bill on the counter of the bank, and they give you an ounce of gold. That's what it queued for. And at the same time, Q. the dollar bill <laughs> was a queue for one, one silver dollar. So if you put a dollar on the, the floor of the bank... I mean, anywhere in the bank, they give you an ounce of silver. So that's how the dollar was developed. A- AKA so, the silver certificate? Yeah, and that's what this is. If you want to see, that's an old it's silver, a, certificate. A silver certificate. And this is an old $20 the, bill printed in Boston. And the seal is yeah. blue. Yeah, something different. On a silver These are real, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are real. So I have an old 10, an old 5, an old 2, um, the 1. I have a paper 10 cent. Anyone see a ten cent um, piece of paper that's ten cents? It's a it's a paper, paper dime. dime. Okay, and then actually, what year that, is that? Uh, in that mode, that's eighteen seventy four. Okay, but the oldest, funniest money I have. Let me show you because I have something that everybody. Yeah. You know how they always, they used to say he's it's a three dollar bill. I mean, it was a little disparaging, but that's what they say. Well, I have a real three dollar bill. 1864. Let me see where it is. Oh, yeah, here's my $3 bill. And I have an $8 bill. I don't know if you realize that there used to be a 3 and an $8 bill. Kind of funny money. But these were from oh, yes. 1775, and they were continental currency, and then when they went defunct and they went worthless, there was a joke that it's not worth a continental. That's where that saying came from. So that's a real 3 and a real $8 bill. And now, these were issued from particular banks, yeah. right? Well, some were. These were the Federal Reserve. So this one here, this is a $5 bill that was issued by the National White River Bank in Bethel, Vermont. So when it was issued, banks used to issue their own money, and they used to label it so. So you knew you got that money from that bank. You what know? year was this? Uh, that, uh, I got to look at, uh, is it 1914? Is that the Vermont one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the White River Vermont one. So I got some kind of funny money, too. I got this thing, 2,000 pesos. 
Bank of Mexico. They made their own money. Here you go. I got this. This is a Canada. Canada dollar. And, you know, so everybody, every country made their money. You know? Those bills are so big. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Need well, a big wallet. Yeah. Oh, I got to see this one here. Yeah. Yeah. Take it with the hobby. Yeah. You know, and, and in honor of, Jeez, you know what? Great. The last year these were issued, right? Let's see what we got here. What we got? These are from 1976. They were the last issued $2 bills. Okay? So they're kind of funky. And, you know... Here, pick one. Pick a dollar. Pick a two. Pick a two. Here, pick one. Here, pick one. Avi, pick a dollar. Pick one. All right. So you guys all got your gift for the night. Each have a two dollar bill. Yeah, right. You know, for seventeen seventy six, nineteen seventy six, it was the bicentennial bill. If you look on the back, it has the United States Congress. So you could take that home with you. Well, thank you very much. That's uh, my gift for the evening. It's worth two dollars, by the way. Yeah, two two bucks. It might be worth two dollars and ten cents. You might be able you to still get use this out of bank. Of course you can. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. You know, it's good. one of those collected things to keep in your. Uh, they yeah, always change them. Just you know. You know now, I have a collection of twos. That I use for tips when we go on vacation or cruise or something. Yeah. I get new ones. I try to get new yeah. ones. You go to the bank and you can order them or yeah. around the holidays they'll generally have yeah. them. You know, I buy yeah. them up and you take the $2 bills, the yeah. fresh ones. That's awesome. And you put like uh, the glue on the edge, the rubber cement, and make like a pad out of them. Mm. And then you take them to the bar. And you put them down on the bar, the tap pad, and you just rip them off for tips. Oh, okay. You, go, and, you know, it's like a conversation piece. You rip yeah. them off because nobody ever seen them in right. pads. Right, like, and they're not seeing exactly. Bills, you, just, you just rip them well, off. Well, I've bought a sheet of, of dollars or two dollars. They can get them. You can buy two dollar bills all on a big sheet all together. They're uncut, so you yeah. can go to you know you can get them at the uh, the thing. So one of the things you know, money's something funny, and one of my books, just a little one, how successful people think, and you just have to think. To me. You know what? Money, either you make more or spend less. There's no other way around it. So people all get caught up on money. But uh, I'll tell you what makes me. So on, on this, I'll roll through and then we'll go. So what I've been doing is I had read this book when I was young, Memory Makes Money. Okay? And as you all know, i got a pretty good memory. And something I do is I play the one degree of my T. And it's I'm able to associate to people and come up with someone we like kind in our world, at least in business in the whole area here. I do it in a rapid fashion and find someone because I figure if I find someone you and I both know, like, and trust, you can call that person and say, hey, how's this door-to-door salesman? Is he okay? You know, and you can check on me and do a little background check on me. You know, you find something bad, but it doesn't matter. So to finish up, this is how it all started. When I was, I've got to say, 73, I was nine years old. And I said to my mom, I'm, a, I'm doing a paper route. I said, Mom, I need a check. She goes, what? I go, I to send $10 somewhere. This is 1973. My mom was like, what are you spending $10 for? I said, hey, it's my money. I made it. I'm a newspaper boy. So I bought this book. And it's called The Lazy Man's Way to Riches. And <laughs> in the book, it. <laughs> it says a thousand dollars, not the selling price, but what it is guaranteed to be worth. And I gotta say, is the knowledge in this little book from '73 is probably worth a hundred or two hundred thousand to me, because the whole beginning of it, it actually teaches you how to work your mind, and it helped me forget how to smoke cigarettes. It helped me how to forget how to to drink. Taught me how to do things and how to forget things. It taught me how to be a great salesperson, how to change my personality and change bad traits. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. The second part of the book was just some business ideas. And you notice what I look for a bookmark, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so this book here, 
I mean, it's priceless. It's just a book that, if you read it, it's a short read, couple hours, and was it like seventy pages, if that? Yeah, if that. I don't know. You get to the thing. Yeah. You know what I like? This is my famous quote on this. It says, "Most people are too busy earning a living to make any money." That's right. And that's what I always found. So I always stayed. I never got busy earning a living. People all go, "Welcome, you don't have a job." I haven't had a real job since like, I don't know, your paper route. 81. Yeah, I had a paper route. <laughs> I quit my real job in 1984 and moved to Killington. Then I became a salesman selling door-to-door, and I forever worked jobs that I came and go. I didn't have set hours. I never, very rarely did I have a job that I had to be somewhere at 8 o'clock and, you know, to 5. I never worked a job. I always ran, I always ran my scams. Like, you're running your scam. Like, everybody, okay? If you work a job and they tell you, be here at this time and leave at this time, you're stuck. But... I'm free to come and go. So that's um, just an advice to people. You know, if, if your friends or relatives are saying, hey, get a job, it's like, you don't have to get a job. You just have to make money. And you don't always need a job to make money. Sometimes, as I tell my friend with no job, he was sitting there on election day, clicking on the internet, ends up finding a property for sale that got listed 20 minutes ago. He ran right out there and he bought a lakefront property for 55000 place is probably worth two fifty. Well, that's because he didn't have a job that he had to go to so he could run right out and he could do the deal and put it together. Opportunity comes. Yep. Most busy people are too busy earning a living to make any money. So that's my... My lesson for tonight, I just want everybody to do it and, you know. So can I can I make a, a, a comment right on this line? Yes. So I have always wondered for a long time now, I don't have a lot of money, but I've always wondered how did the faces, how did they decide the country as to who went on to bills? And I did a little research, and as you know, there have been five or six presidents. Yeah. And a couple Most- of our founding forefathers. Yeah are on bills, but there's one person, um, so I was reading this article, there's one person, his name is Salmon P. Chase, and what a lot of people don't know about him is, he is the man that invented the dollar bill, the five dollar bill, he invented the paper currency to replace the treasury notes, and it is. I think he's on the $10,000 bill. He is, and he's on the $100,000 bill. Both which are okay. out of currency. Okay, no, the ten thousand dollar bill is legal to hold. There was they used to have a hundred of them at the Binion on right. display, the million dollar wheel. In Vegas. You can own it. There are some people who actually hold one hundred thousand dollar bills, but they're illegal to have. You know, they were never let outside the federal system. Right. There was a fire in Philadelphia at the post office in the up above and they drew stuff out and a couple of them got thrown out the window and somebody picked them up. So there are a couple real $100,000 bills, but they're not, basically they're illegal to, to, you know, you can't trade them publicly. So, so, but an interesting note about the Salmon P. Chase was he was the very first picture on the $1 bill in 1862 when it was invented. And in 1869, they replaced his face with George Washington. Wow. But um, he was the man that invented right. the money. And then there's what Ben Franklin's on. Franklin's on there. Um, on the coin that he's not. He was never a president. Most right. most of the bills are dead presidents. Oh, you know, that's why they call them dead Hamilton's. Lincoln. The 50, yeah. Jefferson. McKinley's on my 500. McKinley. I'm forgetting Adams. who was on. I had 1,000. Yep. Andrew and, Jackson. When I had my $1,000 bill. Yeah, Ulysses S. Grant. 
was on a $50 bill. Right. Uh, Who's uh, on the $1,000 bill? Um, I'm forgetting right now. It's um, Franklin on the $500 bill was... McKinley. McKinley. Yeah, I have that. Yep. $1,000 bill was Grover Cleveland. That's what it was. Yes, I haven't seen that in a long yep. time. James Madison is on the $5,000 bill. Okay. And then Chase. And then Chase is on the $10,000 oh. bill and the 100000 Actually, no, I was wrong. The $100,000 bill was Chase, and that was replaced by Woodrow Wilson. Oh, Woodrow Wilson. Okay, so Woodrow Wilson has the distinct ability of he's the one who signed the Federal Reserve Act in 1913. So we had the freedom to print and issue our own money up until December 22, 1913, when Woodrow Wilson, under duress, signed the Federal Reserve Act and gave away our right and gave it to the Rothschilds and all the big bankers. That's when they stole our monetary system. And Mayor Rothschild (coughs) said, famously quoted in 1859, he said, give me control of a country's monetary system. I cannot who makes the laws. So the people who run the monetary system do not care which side of the parties Mm -hmm. win. So they don't care as long as they can make the money because whatever party wins, they say, hey, Dave, okay, you're in charge, huh? Okay, do what we say. And you go, oh, no, I got to follow the law. And I go, Dave, here's $10 billion. Shut the up and do what we say. And they give you an unknown amount. That's how they, they buy everybody. So, so. In, so in 2019, there was a bill that went to uh, put Harriet Tubman's face on a $20 bill. Right. Did and that pass? It did not. Not yet. No. See, they're trying to to, to get rid of history. They don't want people hmm. looking up to the old old people. If we erase history, then, you know, we would tend to... We have a no race, so we don't we they don't want people to know history. So they've tried to modify and erase history. Well, and that's a lot of what that it, it's to get people to do certain things. Um throughout history the history is always written by the victors. Right. So if you win a war, you write the history. And that's how it's been. And so up until now the United States was always the victor. And we always wrote the history. But there's people in the United States who are trying to erase our past history. Sure. And so I like this old money just because it brings me back to the, the old stuff. It's paper money. It's not – I don't buy it to sell it. I just – I like having this little collection. You know, it's just a neat thing to have. I'm more of a keeper. But i just trying to tell everybody out there, you know, I mean, hey, if you can live interest-free. You know, I've, I've been interest-free for over five so, years. So. so if you're a scuba diver, yeah, like somebody just found a Spanish ship and they found bullion and lots of it. Yeah. Who owns it? There's no simple answer there. Where was it found? Who lost it? What government laid claim to it? Was it inside 200 miles or outside 200 miles? There's so many things. Right. It, it's it's just a quagmire. So, you know, the only way to do it, you got to make it. Now, of course, today you can make money. You can make gold. You can make silver. You can make cryptocurrencies, which is getting huge. I understand all this stuff. I go back to this. I read what's called the white paper on Bitcoin, which means one year before Bitcoin was was invented, I had a paper explaining it to me, telling me all about it. I knew about Bitcoin a year before it was invented. So I should be a Bitcoin billionaire right now. Did you, did if I was, I will say one thing. You'd read on Mike T's epitaph, Mike died a billionaire. Yep. Because <laughs> I know if I was a billionaire from Bitcoin, I wouldn't be with you guys right now. Did you hear about the guy in England that lost, I think it was 25 million in bitcoin on a floppy disk and he threw it out yeah a lot of people did that and now he's searching everywhere for it because all his records are on it i might have did that too 
you know? Because I may have owned it in the very beginning. I don't remember. And I don't care because if I owned it, it would be too much money for me and it would That's ruin right. me. So I'm not going to look for it for another couple of years. So so if I have it, I know, I know I'm – because I was in that. I was right. around when Bitcoin first was – I was part of the community when it was first introduced. They were giving it away for a penny apiece. Yep. And, and the first – who I, I always tell the Bitcoin story. There was this group – in, I would say the year was 2012, 2013. The only place in the country you could use Bitcoin was this. The alpaca farmers in Idaho sold their socks for 30 Bitcoin that were worth, um, they were, no, they, $30 worth of Bitcoin. So you sent them 300 Bitcoin that were worth 10 cents a piece and they sent you a pair of socks. So imagine all the people who spent 300 Bitcoin in the very <laughs> beginning a pair of to socks. buy a pair of socks. <laughs> and these guys just kept putting 300 Bitcoin in their bank. And they probably, if they sat on it, who knows? Um, now, if I had bought Bitcoin, if I had put it into Mt. Gox, which a lot of people were using, I would have lost it all. If I had bought Bitcoin and I got involved with Silk Road and then it got seized by the government, I might have lost it all and been in jail. There's so many things bad could have happened to me. I could sit here and say, oh, I could be a billionaire. And at the same time, I'd say, I'd be a dead billionaire. Because <laughs> my cards would be too fast, my women would be too fast, my gambling too strong, my drinking. You know me, I'm I'm a degenerate at heart. So if you give me too much money, <laughs> my degenerate will come right out. So what's the Bitcoin going for these days? Uh, about 32000 per yeah, coin. For one. Something yeah. like that. I don't even know today. It's yeah. been bouncing. No, it goes all over the place, but it's it's, it's tens of thousands. It's, per. It was twenty five, thirty two. I don't know. It's on its way to 100000 My guys say it's going to go to 500000 They told me it was going to go to 100000 when it was at forty. Forty dollars. They said, "Hey, you should buy some. It's going to a hundred thousand. And I went, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> I didn't believe them. Now it's almost there. Yep, so yep. dummy me, but actually I wasn't dumb because I, if I was smart, I'd be a dead smart person. So I leave it at that. So just to me, rich is having enough money to pay for everything. If you have too much, you'll notice the people who are super super rich. They're not happy. You you know you look up to them and they go oh, they got everything but they're miserable. I mean we have a friend in the cigar industry who was super rich and he's not with us anymore. I don't know. Uh, Every time I saw a picture of Warren Buffett, he was smiling. <laughs> yeah, he's smiling, but he's miserable. He actually at his heart he's miserable. You know you I read him. I read people. Dave, you know you look at the picture and you go yeah he's got a, he's got a grin on, but he can't do anything. He can't go anywhere. He can't hang around at a cigar. Well, God. Shop. Please, let me win Mega Millions. I hey. promise you I'll smile. You'll be miserable. You know <laughs> I won't. <laughs> That's it. I will retire. <laughs> your, your wife will resent you, and you'll be dead in a year. It'll be like you're a tin man. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> like the video. So that's, I'd like to have anyway. that problem. All right. So everybody does, but I've seen people who've got tons of money, and it made them. You know what? When I stick a fork in them, when they buy the Lamborghini, that's when I stick a fork in them. <laughs> you know, when my friends do, that's how I'm like, they're all done. They're on their way down. Yeah. But for money, you get back to this here. This is just, the reason is, is money is this. It's anything of value that people will change for goods and services. And I always believe in the hot assets. I like silver. I like gold. Right now, I think gold's going to go fivefold. I think silver's going to go 10 to 20-fold. So do you want to make five times your money or do you want to make 10 to 20 times your money? You choose. Mm -hmm. And if you want to make, if you put it in $100 bills, I guarantee in a year, this $100 bill is going to be worth $100. So if you hold your money in cash, and if you put it in the stock market, the stock market I've watched over the years, sometimes it doubles and triples, and sometimes you lose 80 and 90%. Mm -hmm. So if you're okay with losing 80 to 90% of your money, then leave it there. I don't know. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but I'm saying technically, possibly, 
So money's a funny thing. Everybody gets caught up in it. So I really want to be happy, healthy, and wise. And when I'm those three things, I'll have enough money to smoke cigars and hang out with you guys. That's and right. I'm not looking to be rich because then I wouldn't be able to hang around with you guys anymore. That's right. So <laughs> folks out there listening to us, if you have any questions about exchanging gold or silver, don't hesitate to call the retrohale.com. Nah, nah, nah. I just say that. You know, buy a little silver, put your money in it, spend less than you make, and just sit back and enjoy this life because, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, I have ideas of what might happen, but I will leave you with the funny story. In amongst the people who raided the Capitol a week ago, when they went in, four of them were uh, special forces, and their mission was to dress up like Trump supporters, go in the front door of the Capitol, and walk out with the 18 to 20 laptops that were in Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer's office. Now, you said you may say, well, they can't use those in the court of law. But if you read the law, they can use those in military tribunals, because if you charge someone in a military tribunal, there is no evidence that's off the um the table you can take you can get evidence to any source whatsoever bring them to the military tribunal and do it so let's all watch so get out your popcorn get your drink have a good cigar and watch the happenings over the next couple of weeks and i'm going to leave it at that so ride okay. in with biden baby. so last week we had uh oh yeah let's roll out of this i got to get out of this chair comfy? It's very comfy, but my legs are cramping. Uh-huh. Well, you're reclining. All right, put the recliner down. All right, so last week, we had Gil tell us about his uh, video business there, but we never mentioned your website or anything. So why don't you tell us about your online presence? So the website is www.gilvideosvisual.com. Gil Video Visuals. Videos with an S. Oh. Visual.com. Gil Videos Visual dot com. Yeah, on there you can see all my uh, previous work. Well, not all of it, but a lot of it. You know, yeah. um, music yep. videos, real estate work. Most importantly, cigar work. Yep, and you yep. have a Facebook page too. Yeah, it's uh, Gil Videos, G I L space Videos, and uh, same thing on Instagram. So your main focus is cigar stuff. Uh, no, I want it to be cigar stuff. So if you go up to like Lancaster and you say I'm here to do a expose on your cigar lounge i'm going to film it and i'm going to put it out there to the media and put it on youtube they may welcome you and say hey gil here's an upgrade to the presidential suite <laughs> <And> <laughs> we're, try that. yeah listen we're gonna we're gonna take care of you uh, your bill don't worry about it we're gonna cover you and just go in there and say i'm here to build a promotion for you don't ask them to pay for it just say i'm doing it as a service as a public service so when you start giving things away free people start giving you free stuff it all flies because people like feel like they owe you. So that's just one of my things. Well, that to, and then once you do it, then people knock at your door and go, hey, you're doing that? Hey, can I buy it off you? And you end up with business. Yeah. So and, it's to, just, and, and to our two gentlemen here with beards, please don't forget the Black Bottle Beard Company. Mm-hmm. MJX. Uh, very appreciative. So Black Bottle Beard Company. They make oils. and Black Bottle? Beard. Black Bottle Beard Company. Oh, yeah, it comes in black bottles too, and it does. It comes in little bottles, but he, you know, it has. Uh, I've heard a few people really, really raving about it's all natural and yeah, you know. So black bottle bed company. Yeah, definitely. Uh, look online and get that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, 
MJ started following us on the. I know he's Instagram. following us. He, he, you know, he wrote me a letter. You know, he's he's working on getting me a PJ. But besides that, it, you know, he wrote, "I've been listening to the hacks episodes. Thank you so much. You guys are good dudes." You know, Black Bottle Beard Company, and this guy is a wholesome, wholesome man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that should uh, pretty much do it, huh? I think so. Yeah, I we, think so. We have to rate the cigar. Oh, yeah, we got to do that. Okay, let's go around quick. We need to rate the cigar. Did I mention Alex the Bastard? I don't know. Did you I mention Ernie? Did you? I, I didn't mention Ernie. How about but, Birdie? Huh? About and Birdie. Birdie, Birdie mm-hmm. we got your phone number straightened out. Okay. That's good. Well, let's go to Harvey first on the cigar. He well, I really like the cigar. It's, uh, it seems like a mild to me. It's a uh, good draw. Uh, I've only had to reload it at one time. I'm going to give it an 8.50. Huh. Funny. And for a little cigar, it's still smoking. We're all yeah. still smoking it, and we've been doing yeah. this for over an hour. Yeah. We have. Yeah. I haven't had to relight this at all, and I'm enjoying this yeah. very much. Yeah, I so, just touched mine up once. Yeah, so I'm going to also give it an 8.5 to the Caballero. I'm going to give it a 8.7. I like the cigar. It's just uh, it's a little you know, mild for my taste, mm-hmm. but... uh. Uh, that company makes a lot of strong stuff, so yeah, I smoke the other stuff. Cool beans to uh, Penny Lane. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm stepping up. I'm going. I'm looking at this number nine in front of me. I'm going to give it a nine. What? I have a coin here that's from 1999, and I just want to state when this was bought originally in 1999, so gold dropped to 251 dollars, oh. and now this coin. Is worth two thousand dollars. So, right. so this cigar gets a nine, and this coin gets a two grand. Two grand. Okay, that's ten times, right? Twenty times. Nine. No, it was two fifty. Yeah. Ten times would, it, would be uh, twenty five hundred. Oh, yeah. No, it's a, oh, it's a ten bang. Okay. Yeah, so X, we are not one order of magnitude. Of magnitude. Yeah. X. <laughs> okay, yeah. Tommy. It's In an eight years. bagger. They call it an eight bag because it doubled eight times. Eight times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wherever you start at, it goes from where you do. But yeah. you're right. The return on it mm-hmm. is it's an astronomical number. Yeah. Percentage wise, but. Okay, Don. What do you got? I'm at an eight seven on the cigar. Okay, and the cigar god. This is a pretty interesting cigar. It's very different. It is. It's got an interesting flavor to it. It does. And uh, it's not bad. It's good it's good i like i mean it's so different though Mm -hmm. i'll go to an 8.88 i'll do the eights the eights and the total score comes out to an 8.70 so we got a good stick excellent excellent stick Mm -hmm. so very good it's a keeper it's a keeper okay excellent that'll bring you luck Jojo, I miss you. Hooker. All right, thanks to the panel. Harvey, Reverend Harvey. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, everybody, hope you shit. I had the. uh, Hope you uh, shit. (laughs) What did you just say? I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed the shit. You guys guys pick on me all the time. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. I hope you have a good week next week. Um, And again, thanks for our listeners. And uh, God bless each and every one of you. God bless you, Tiny Tim. Hallelujah. (laughs) Nurse Rick. 
This town needs an enema. This town needs a nursery. Hey, so enema boy is sitting here in the Dom Hotel? Hostel? Having a wonderful time. Thank you very much for listening, folks. Okay, then we get the Cabanero. Great show tonight. What was that, twice twice in a row? Twice in a row. That's a twice record for you, Twice in huh? a row. Yeah. Let's All see right. if I get the next one. <laughs> Aren't you going out of town? Oh, yeah, so... Oh, too bad. Mm-hmm. Well, you would have won that big grand prize for three in a row. Three in a row. Shocks. Wow. <laughs> I remember we had the taco three in a row. I that know, we did. Deal. <laughs> All right. Again? Take your picture again? The door-to-door yes. door salesman. Baby, So, in my eyes right now is this $5 bill from the National White River Bank of Bethel. It was printed in 1902, and it was issued by that bank. It says, we'll pay to the bearer on demand $5. Bethel, Vermont, March 15th, 1905 was the date of this. So, it's a series of 1902, (laughs) so that's pretty cool. And I'm just going to leave it at that. So, let's keep this country together. Okay. Don't do that. Tommy me the Dominator. I'm sending it. He's yanking on my cord here. Yeah, take a Dominator. Erase that picture. <laughs> Erase that picture. Okay. <laughs> Erase these nuts. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Been a good show. Had a good time tonight. Come hey. on back now, you hear? <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. Come on back now, you hear? That's a yee yee I forget. Uh, or something like that. Oh, or Green Acres or something. Green One of those Acres? things. I don't know. Hold on. I'm working on it. Yeah. Okay. This is your humble announcer producer. So, guy, heck, Dave. I, what are you working on over there? Javi's making me take his picture. Every time I'm here, yeah, I have to take Javi's picture. Like you changed in a week? What the <laughs> Harvey, put your pants back on. It didn't Hobby. any longer. Your gut's hanging oh over your dick, God. man. <laughs> Thanks to the listeners, you made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Not Probably not for long. Hey, uh, hey I want to know if you had a tool like hobbies, you'd build a shed over it, too. That's right. <laughs> Do it right this time. Check out our website, CigarHacks.com. Send us an email, CigarHacks at CigarHacks.com. <laughs> Ludwig, Ludwig, Dean, thanks for sending us an email. Um, Rob, yes, thanks for sending us nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, he sent us a message on the hack. Very good on the chat. All right, I take that back. All right, Johnny Googs. Good Thank luck you. with the Forged Cigar Company. Good luck. See you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, money, etc. And Ludwig, send us a picture of you and your G-string for Spirit Airlines. Yeah.